0: The information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision-making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts.
1: Hi, this is Gillian Gotzel, world diplomat of Lieberland, and you're listening to Dream Chasers interviews with the future. Tokenization of real estate is what we're working on. We just want to open up a avenue of investment for people our age or people that just don't have, you know, 25 dollars $50,000 to invest and just help them invest in an asset that's going to produce cash flow as well as that's been proven over time to be a good investment.
0: Hey, this is Adam, the host of Dream Chasers. And now it's time for a little ad. In past episodes, we've done a little ad for Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers. And I've just found that ad to not be as personal as I would like it to be. So I just want to let anyone listening right now know if you're looking to improve your capital raising skills, whether it's in the world of real estate, business acquisition, nonprofit organizations, I mean, you name it, go to raisemasters.com and dive in. I just got back from a trip to Austin, Texas, where we were hanging out with 40 of our 100 members. And I gotta be honest, it was an experience unlike any other that I've had before, literally unifying with people who are all on the same mission, same journey, heading the same direction. And it's just cool, you know, thanks to our great leader, Hunter Thompson. It's really cool to be able to now deliver the tools that he and I have created and put together to individuals who are looking to simply level up their game when it comes to raising money. And you could be someone who's getting ready to raise your first half million dollars, You could be someone who's raised $500 million. There's still so many fundamental key takeaways and nuances in the curriculum that we've seen for ourselves work at all different levels of raising money. Anyways, want to encourage you one more time to go to raisemasters.com. If you're already a member, go ahead and log in and dive back into the content. And two, if you don't know what we're talking about here, just click that button there. It says register for upcoming webinar. Would love to kind of run you through what exactly we've got going on here. Because it's been a lot of fun building this thing and we're just getting started. So one more time, raisemasters.com. And also thank you for listening to Dream Chasers, Interviews with the Future. It's time for the episode. Jeremy, my amazing producer, take it away. This is Dream Chasers, episode 192 with Jeffrey, Kenneth, and Kirwan Donis. Hey guys, hi grandma. This is Adam Carswell, and welcome to Dream Chasers, Interviews with the Future on dream chasers we bring next level talent to the light thank you for tuning in now let's get straight to the interview ladies and gentlemen hello and welcome to another fantastic episode of dream chasers interviews with the future i'm your host adam carswell joined today by the donis brothers we've got a really cool background and story for you guys here today as you can see it's the first time we've first time we've ever done an interview like this it's a the three-on-one situation, but I told them, you know, I used to play basketball, and I don't, I don't even know if they did, but I guarantee I'll take them three-on-one anyway. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, about that. No, I'm just <laughs> no uh, but uh, there's so much um, background to this uh, interview taking place. There's a story there that I don't even know yet, but I know I'm excited to un- unpack it. And I'm sure anyone who's tuned in right now, you're, you're probably feeling the same way. Like, who are these three kids that are probably going to talk about entrepreneurship? So. I'll stop talking there. Michael Flight is the one who connected us. So, could you guys just kind of paint a little color on how you got to know Michael, who introduced us, and this connection that we have here, and, and then we'll take it from there.
2: Yeah. So we we've seen like Michael's face pretty much everywhere on social media and stuff like that. Uh, and we were in person at an event last month in December. I think Multifamily was the host of it. It was a fire summit, um, and Michael was a speaker there. So. We heard his presentation on tokenization and we've, you know, been learning a lot about that as well. So as soon as he got off stage, I think they approached him first. Yeah. and kind
3: of tell him how you know, we just approached him, asked a lot of questions, and then he was had great energy. Um he mentioned that he wanted to introduce us to some people. And um, I mean, we just had a really great conversation and really hit it off.
0: Cool. So I guess let's give some credit there as well, because I know that's a great conference. And I'm trying to remember the individual's name. I think his name is Mark Kenny. I've met him before. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's a good group to be in. Um, you guys. For anyone who's tuned in, we, I know we've dropped Michael Flight's name a few times here. If you don't know who that is, you can go to libertyfund.io. It's libertyfund.io and learn more about him and his company and tokenization. I've done a lot of work with with Michael over the past few years, and I guess one more shout out to Hunter Thompson, who's the one who introduced me to Michael about four years ago. So, a lot of good synergy already happening here. I think the first thing we need to address, though, is how how the heck did you three youngins? You guys look like you're all probably under the age of 25. <laughs> so many people are probably wondering, how did you have this epiphany at a young age to start your own? And by the way, there's a link in the description, guys. I don't even check it out. Start your own syndication, your multifamily syndication company. Most kids, most people don't even find out about this till they're 35. So how did this happen for you guys? Where, where did this come from?
1: Yeah. So uh, first off, my name is Kenneth. So I'm the oldest out of the three. I'm 23 years old. And yeah, uh, you know, we first started single family background in real estate. And we kind of decided one day that we just wanted to jump into multifamily and we've never really let fear stop us. And then one day my brother just kind of... Yeah, we decided multifamily was just more
3: aligned with our long-term goal, which is retiring our mom. Uh, We knew passive income was the way we wanted to to do that. So um, multifamily, although it's it's a wealth building strategy, we just realized that right now is the best time to learn it. And that's when we decided to start our syndication group. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's kind of what was was our catalyst.
2: Yeah, and uh, in the beginning, right? Like they tell you, we read the book, uh, Best Ever Syndication Book by Joe Fairless. We kind of had like the blueprint or so we thought, so we started like cold calling and we quickly learned that with no track record, you're not gonna really get anywhere, right? So we looked into mastermind groups or mentorships and we found Think Multifamily. So um, that's kind of why we were at the event, just kind of seeing people. That was the second event we've been to of theirs. Um, but yeah, we joined the group and it's been a great way for us to actually get into our first few deals. Definitely, definitely.
0: It's awesome that you guys decided to plug into a mastermind again at such a young age. It's um it's the ultimate. I don't even want to say shortcut. It's 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 like it is the way to really expedite yeah. and get to the next level faster is by investing not only in your company like assets, but in yourselves, the most important asset. So yeah. absolutely. I mean I didn't personally have that epiphany of like, wow, investing in yourself is the secret until I was probably 27 at the youngest. So, who planted that idea? And you guys had was it uh, Kenneth? Because I know he kind of raised his hand there first. <laughs> and I'm just realizing that that Jeffrey and Kerwin are twins too. Am I
1: right? Yes. <laughs> yes. So they're both 20. I would say it all really started entrepreneurship i mean i remember thinking back in high school and, and just thinking what is entrepreneurship you know the word would be bounced around here and there and i always thought it was you had to actually build a product but i didn't know that you could also provide a service and that is when we came across um just real estate you know fixing and flipping wholesaling and just how real estate is a good wealth building strategy for a lot of people and that's kind of what changed our mind and as you dabble in that entrepreneur uh kind of mindset you start reading books and you just become on that growth mindset, which is kind of what uh just started yeah. everything. And we were in the single family space. We would generate our own leads and use different acquisition
2: strategies to like take down rentals or wholesale some properties. And that's how we got into our first fix and flip. But we were all learning like a lot about this through other people that were putting content out there through their podcasts, social media platforms. So we were like quickly realizing that people know a lot more than we do, right? Obviously. So if we can just tap into that, we don't necessarily have to like recreate the wheel, we can just follow what they were doing. So that's kind of to answer your question. We found like that the people that we like in certain areas that have good reputations, that are doing what we want to do, um, and that we share morals and values. We tried our best to do our due diligence on that. But that's why we joined different mastermind groups. We ended up joining like four different groups overall, two in multifamily. One of them was like a course, but we also had like a monthly call. And then the second one was like the big investment with think multifamily, but it was definitely worth it. Yeah, I don't I don't know if
0: Michael put it on your radar, but as a, uh, as a co-founder of Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers, I'm always in recruitment mode. And I think I found some <laughs> players I want on my team eventually. So <laughs> we, can, yeah. we can talk about that later on. And for any, anyone tuned in, I got to do it. I'm like trying to hold back. Go to Raise Masters. <laughs> RaiseMasters.com, guys. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check us out over there. But um, so the other thing that I'm I'm like looking at here is... I mean, you guys have so much at your uh, fingertips just by being able to put, like, put yourselves in this position where it's like, oh, wow. Like you could, There's something about watching three brothers on a screen that people aren't going to, they're not going to turn the screen off. You guys are all nodding in unison <laughs> and smiling. It's like, it's, like, it's so cool. Um, yeah. Tell us about, like I guess, your childhood and your parents. And, yeah. and I'm sure they've got a big smile on their face wherever they're at right now.
3: Yeah. Well, so uh, it's just my mom. We grew up with a single mom. Um, we have an older sister and it's the three of us. And my mom, she's an immigrant from Guatemala. And so okay. um, we grew up low income and we really just learned the value of hard work. And I mean, we actually went to Guatemala for the first time in 2020. And we realized that our family, they're very humble and they're happy, but um, the kind of poverty they they experience, is nothing compared to well, that that's extreme poverty compared to you know, we were considered low income here, but that's nothing compared to what they experienced. So that really just showed us that we won the lottery by being born in America. And so we really have stopped uh, taking for granted the opportunities we have here. And that's why we were really uh, mobilized and just inspired to start our business. And I'm like, it's possible to think you can start just with a thought. You can start a business in America, and that's a lot of people in the in the world don't have that
1: as an opportunity. Wow. Yeah. So, like my brother said, we visited Guatemala. We had already kind of learned about, you know, just real estate, wholesaling, fixing, flipping, and that it was an option, you know, people coming, going from, you know, nothing to building multi million dollar businesses. And once we really understood kind of where our family comes from and how impoverished they are over there in Guatemala, and like that's where our roots are, we just decided that we were the ones meant to try to further along our family tree and and honestly just further along our lives and for our our mom and and retire her. So that's kind of why we just took the leap and just started doing what, you know, we're doing now. Yeah. And I'll just quickly
2: add, so like my mom, she came here a long time ago when she was like 18 and she was illegal at the time, but now she's legal. She's a full resident. So shout out to our mom, Uh, but she was like one of the first people in her family. And she described to us like the journey that she made and like the risk that she was taking, she didn't know the language, nothing like that. So us kind of going there and living there for like three weeks. The first time it humbled us immediately. And we saw our family members, our direct cousins. Like it wasn't distant family. It's like my direct aunt, my direct uncle. And we realized that we are very, very lucky to have what we have. Cause they don't have even like the iPhone. They're wearing our old clothes that we used to wear. Like when we were like five and six. that I completely forgot about my mom. My aunt was wearing shirts that I just never liked to wear. You know what I mean? So yeah. that was kind of the stuff that really grounded us. And as soon as we got back, we realized that we have an opportunity that we didn't see before.
0: Wow. Where in the U.S. are you guys based out of right now?
2: We're at Durham, North
3: Carolina in like the Raleigh okay. area. Nice. Pretty much grew up here.
1: We were born in New York, but moved here when we were all very young. So pretty much uh, raised and have seen the transition as to what Raleigh-Durham is becoming.
0: <laughs> right. And really just North Carolina. I don't even need to tell you guys, but that has to add a lot of value to your business to be there, being boosted sure. on the ground. So is the North Carolina and Raleigh markets, is that where you guys are primarily focused and Are you guys doing, say, for example, like the operations side of the business? Are you just raising money? What does that look like for you?
2: Yeah. So to answer your markets question, Kenneth, he was the one that was underwriting deals mainly, but we kind of touched on that. We really struggled finding deals in this market because it's very competitive. Right. And obviously being a little newer than most people in our group, they were having a lot more success in the think multifamily group finding deals. So we just found that if we were able to partner with them... We'd obviously be able to get into our deals faster. So that's kind of what we were doing. And right now, that's what we've done on our first three. I've um, just been coaching cool. on those and nice. tells what we can, of course.
0: Okay. So you kind of, you might have answered my question there too. And I want to follow up on it. But before I forget, I just want to say this too. It seems like you guys also had the epiphany of uh, going to YouTube University instead of traditional yes. college. <laughs> you know, I'm such an advocate of self education. Yeah. Again, just from what we've talked about so far. So when did you guys decide that? Unless I'm missing something, when did you decide to say, eh, we could forget college, we're gonna do it ourselves?
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: it was. Uh, so after we actually we went to Guatemala uh, for the first time ever was December of 20, 19. going into 2020 was January, but the December, um, we were there for Christmas and New Year. When we got back, I was going into my second semester of college and then the COVID 19 pandemic hit. So they, we weren't allowed to be in our dorms. We got sent home. I had started cold calling while I was in my dorm. And when I got sent home, that's kind of when Kenny was already on his like, you know, YouTube university, nice on that. And then we'd already started like making calls. He was already driving to properties and stuff. And then when we got home, it was like the school is kind of distant now. I started putting a lot more time towards the business and I enjoyed it more. I kind of didn't like school at this point because I was like seeing I could actually make you know more money and stuff like that. So once the first deal hit, it was a very big amount of money that we made. Uh, Kenny can kind of touch on that, but that's when I decided to not go back next year. So I finished that first year, I uh, never went back.
3: Yeah. I, I was in college for an extra year. It took me a little longer, but
0: I eventually did leave. Yeah. I'm sure you're familiar. If you're talking about underwriting, maybe not. You know, a guy named Rob Beardsley, Robert Beardsley. Yes. Ring a bell. Yeah. Good friend. Had him uh, on the show before as well, talking about his journey. I don't know if, you know, he was 23, maybe a semester away from graduating. And he said, eh, I'm going to make more here doing this. <laughs> Bye. And he was at, you know, he was at Carnegie Mellon, which is a really tough school to get into in Pittsburgh. So yeah. personally, I just love hearing stories like that. You know, I've got my master's degree, and I don't say that like I say that in a way. It's like I know now for a fact that you don't need that <laughs> to be successful. And I, and when I meet people who like did it from high school, I'm a little bit envious because it's just so cool in my book. I I don't want to say I wasted time, but um, you guys figure figured it out young, and I love it. So, yeah. In regards to those deals that you said you're you're GPing on or you have, what does your role look like working with other partners?
2: yeah so obviously, like just being newer to the space, they're not going to throw you into like the dog pen and have you like do like everything by yourself, right so that's I think that's the benefit of joining a group and having a team you kind of right now we're like we're helping we get on the asset management calls for the deals that we're on, we help with the investor relations aspect of it. just kind of the small things that they think we can handle as we go on our our roles will hopefully grow, but we've also liked the idea of building a brand and being able to attract capital so we think we're going to focus on our strong suits. And I honestly think that's kind of what we all enjoy doing more so than, you know, being the only asset manager or something like that. So right. that's kind of what we have focused on as of now. And I think that's what we'll continue to focus on.
1: Yeah. Primarily at our age, we really just enjoyed the aspect of learning, you know, just watching the... I'd say big dogs because, you know, they, they're they doing a lot of deals, just do what they do. And us just being on the calls, you know, listening to what kind of decisions they have to make, whether, you know, they're going to renovate this unit or how long they're going to wait, how they handle situations and just learn from their experience, but also just be right there on the sidelines and as well, you know, raise capital alongside them as well. So we think that that's just um, invaluable for us at our age. And that's really why we're here. I mean, yes, the money is good and I know that it'll come, but... Right now, I think uh, for us, it's more about experience, just learning.
0: Yeah. A really good friend of mine, Matt Teifke, who's been on the show before, and he'll probably be on here soon because we have a few other people podcasting on Dream Chasers now. He did an interview, actually with Hunter recently. And it, it was basically like, look, real estate's one of those businesses where you might not get rich right away. But if you just stick with it for 3, 4, five, 10 years, you're going to find your voice. You're going to find your spot. It's kind of like obvious, but like don't give up <laughs> and you're going to figure it out. So, um, how long have you guys technically kind of
2: been in business as a group? I think two years. Were, it's going to be our birthday soon. <laughs> oh, nice. When's your birthday? It was like the end of 2019, but we actually started taking action in January of 2020 when we okay. got back. So, uh, we've been like in real estate for over two years now.
0: Yeah, this is our third go around. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I think they say between years three and five is when yeah. the snowball really starts rolling. So, just keep pushing guys. I yeah. sounds like, I don't even need to tell you that, uh, but no, when, when are your birthdays?
3: So September 10, 2001 is for the twins.
1: Yeah. And I was born in July, July 18th. So I'll be turning 24 this year, which is kind of a scary number. <laughs> we'll, we'll be 21 this year, yeah, 21 <laughs> in
3: September.
0: Cool. I'm March eighteenth, so anytime I meet someone that's also an in, in eighteen, you know one plus eight equals nine. I don't know if you looked into numerology at all, but number nine is definitely the best number. You should look look up some stuff on that. Whether again, just numerology or like biblically, like there's some really cool things about the number nine. And then uh, I'm sure you guys have had plenty of things like, oh, you were born the day after nine eleven. That's
1: that's pretty wild. <laughs> yes, in New York. So they were actually born in New York. I don't remember it much. But my mom explains how she was actually in the hospital with them. I was with the nanny, and my sister was at school. So we were actually in Queens, New York. Oh wait, wait! It was the day before 9/11. Yeah, the day before. Holy yes, wow. I think she was still in the hospital because we yes. we had some complications when we were babies. Yeah. So she was still in the hospital when 9/11 was happening in New York, Queens. So I think Queens about an hour or so from um wow. you know, where everything so it was chaos i don't remember because i was only three at the time but <laughs> wow yeah. i mean that has to have built some level of
0: character within you guys that i mean that's crazy and i can't even imagine what it would be like being a mom in the middle of yeah. that chaos bringing twins into the world it's like what? yeah Man. that's interesting
3: I, I don't know. we'd have to yeah we'll have to ask for a little bit more i was too young <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's an interview right there that's an yeah. interview right there you gotta interview your mom cool well, uh I guess tell us, you know, we're heading into the new year here, 2022 is when we're, we're recording this. So, what's on the horizon? If you got one or two like big goals that you want to hit, what are you aiming for?
2: Yeah, so for us it's honestly like the, the first reason that we got into business was to retire our mom. So, we're hoping to do that this year. Awesome. The second thing I would say is just do more deals. So, we did three acquisitions last year alongside our partners, uh looking to do at least like five this year. Um we think we can do more, but let's just like set a good goal and then Uh, they can jump into, but we have a tokenization
1: project coming along that we're very excited about. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, we realize you know, there's a lot of people, I mean, I've had a lot of conversations with people that are my age that like real estate. We believe in real estate so much, but the barrier to entry can be very high. Now you can, you know, get three and a half percent, get a FHA loan, but not a lot of people want to do that. So we found a way you know, and like you said, Michael Fly also does things like this, but pretty much tokenization of real estate is what we're working on. We just want to open up a avenue of investment for people our age or people that just don't have, you know, $25,000, $50,000 to invest and just help them invest in an asset that's going to produce cash flow as well as, you know, that's been proven over time to be a good investment. So yeah, that's kind of what we're working on. And
2: the reason like, personally, I'm very excited about it is like you said, I've had like my really close friends reach out and ask me, like they see what I do on social media. They see what we're all doing and they want to get to be a part of it. They want to learn. And I can only do so much uh, because uh, through syndication, the minimum is typically right. Like kind of said, 25, 50K. But I get so excited about it because it's like I can tell my friends, my college friends, you guys can invest. You don't have to invest that much. Uh, you put in money with us. You'll see that you'll make a return. And then, you know, they have that proof of concept from an early age. I think it'll, it'll work wonders for them. Yeah. It it like plants the real estate seed in them and just having that
3: hundred dollars, for example, working, it's going to get them excited about investing in real estate.
0: Yeah. So what have you guys been looking into in order to kind of bridge that gap? Because my understanding and, you know, for example, working with Liberty Fund is, I think you would need accredited investors to invest a minimum of 25K for the first year. Or something for and then there's a hold period and then after that the asset becomes liquid and anyone in michigan or south africa can you know can buy a, a, a token or uh can invest in the deal um, without being accredited am i missing something here have you guys found a way in which someone can invest for example a hundred dollars
2: like on day one so we were approached by uh he was like a previous real estate developer but he he started selling a platform and through the platform, it's going to be a crowdfund. And Kenny can also touch on this, but that's kind of what the approach is. Uh, it's still very early on in the stages. And like I mentioned, we're like, we're educating ourselves, trying to learn as much as we can, because to be honest, we were real estate guys for only two years and blockchain and crypto was not something that we were investing in. So uh, we had a lot
1: to learn, but as we learn more and more on um, that's starting to unfold. And Kenny can but also- But yes, touch it. it'll basically be a token that's on the blockchain, as well as, you know, it's like a crowdfund. So that's kind of what we're working on, seeing if it's, you know, something that we can do. And yeah, that's a project that we hopefully will launch maybe this year. (laughs) May I ask you, Adam,
2: like, is there, has there never been something worth as low as a hundred dollars from like day one? Great
0: question. To my knowledge, and this is just based on what we've done at Liberty, you know, we, we are potentially opening up the world to invest in triple net lease, you know, commercial Mm -hmm. real estate assets, even if they're not accredited only after accredited investors have held their shares for 1 year after that 1 year hold period accredited investors that are part of the initial equity can then sell their tokens on a secondary exchange again to someone for 5 bucks in whereverville USA <laughs> uh, yeah. or or internationally so i have heard of a few projects that i just don't know a whole lot about where They have it structured where again someone say for you guys, college friend, want to invest in real estate for the first time through a security token, hundred bucks. Here you go. I think that's awesome. I think that needs to happen. It's kind of. (laughs) I'm just gonna say it's stupid that that's not even a possibility for the average person because that's where we see like this huge divide in wealth creation, etc. Because in order to get some of these types of returns, you have to already have a certain amount of money. It's like how do you even get there in the first place? But it's so difficult. So. I don't yeah. need to go into SEC regulation stuff, but um, I'm sure there is a way. And if there's not, there will be because investing in assets like this is only getting more and more easier for, I'd say, for the little guy. So if you guys pioneer a way or find a way that's already been done that I don't know about, I guess just keep us updated. Because yeah, to my knowledge, I didn't know that there was a way that... Um, I just keep using the $100 example. Yeah. One of your buddies could say, hey guys, here's a 100 bucks. I want to share a share of you know, Donna's token or <laughs> whatever you decide to go with. So
1: yeah, to my understanding, that's kind of what it'll look like. But, you know, like you said, it's SEC working with attorneys and just figuring all that legality stuff out and and then going from there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously we'll give, give him another shout out. Thanks to Michael. I've met a lot of people in this space too. And I'm sure he, you probably already talked to him about it and you said you watched our videos. So like, I guess if you guys ever do need an introduction to like, um, for example, like an attorney who actually, you know knows this space which is kind of hard to find um yeah. we've got some context for you and same goes for anyone else out there really if anyone wants some connections you know that's my favorite thing to do so um yeah let's shift gears here a little bit have some fun with it one thing i always like to kind of ask people is um you know if, if you had to pick one album or you could say I know we're we're millennial you guys would be Gen Z I think actually I know I'm yeah. millennial I don't even know yeah. but if you had to pick one album or I don't want to say a playlist, but like I don't listen to CDs anymore. Like, like I listen to an album on Spotify. If you had to pick one album to listen to, and you're stuck on a desert island and you just you don't know, you could be there for the rest of your life. You got to pick one. <laughs> what are you going with? I know this is actually this question takes a lot of thought sometimes. So if one of you three knows instantly what you're gonna go with, feel free to just interject. Who
1: knows? knows? Everyone I have to be one <laughs> one like team it's answer? Only, <laughs> only one. I know it's tough. You gotta to go with one, yeah. I'm a big Drake fan and uh I think I would go with like views. His views okay. that was a big one. That was is that the one where he's like he's sitting there looking at like the candle or whatever? It's the one where he's sitting on the um in Canada on in the Toronto uh tower, I think it is. Oh, okay. Well with a view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I would pick that one, just a lot of classics. I like rap as well. So I don't know. Do you know who Little Baby is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, or wait, hold on. I, I almost got him
0: confused with with Dub Baby, but I know Lil Baby too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I really like that album a lot. That was that was me going through high school. I used to play soccer, so okay. I'd play like the playlist right before my games and stuff like that.
0: So the, for the potentially for the rest of your life, that's your go-to. What do you got, Jeffrey? This is like I've never really talked about this publicly, but I'm a big Taylor <laughs> Swift fan. So I'd have to say Red Taylor's version. There you go. All right, switch it up. That's so interesting that you said that because I, I asked this question to um a few people on a, on New Year's Eve, and there was a girl there <laughs> who was like, "It was like, yeah, I'm going with Red, going Red." But I, you know what, Taylor Swift is good, and I didn't realize that she like she basically just redid that album, didn't she? Yeah. yeah.
3: What, what, would, she what would you, you choose, Adam? Yeah. What's your
0: answer? Man, really tough one to go with. I'd have to go with. uh It's funny, I you know what? I don't know if I ever actually got to answer this. I always ask it to people. I'm like, wait, have I ever actually <laughs> answered this myself? uh well you know first thing coming to mind for me and you could argue because it's not by one artist it's kind of like a collection but um jock jams uh which is like just traditional like stadium music that has a special place in my heart because when i was like 10 i used to listen to it like on repeat jock just was like uh pump up the volume pump up the volume pump up the volume dance there's like that song and it's got like uh let's get ready to rumble and that stuff on there um, <laughs> But I think if I had to pick one artist, man, I would probably go with something electronic. And man, I I feel so silly right now that I actually, (laughs) I I can't tell you, I probably asked this question to at least 30 people, but you know what the conversation sparks off so much that you never make it around the table yeah. for everyone to say like what they, what they like. Yeah. I guess when you're on a podcast, like the pressure is on, so you actually got to answer it. <laughs> yeah. So um, let me just skim through like what's in my library. and see well, That's guys. what I
2: did to be honest. <laughs> I just, if if it was ahead.
0: like a podcast though, like if it was a podcast, I would say Jay Shetty on purpose. Oh, he's good. So. Definitely. Well, you know, this is something that I'm, I'm going to ask you guys some more questions. And then, yeah,
3: no worries. <laughs> <laughs>
0: come back to it. <laughs> I'm going to answer this one by the end. <laughs> I guess let's get back to business a little bit. What is the one introduction, connection, person, resource that you think you could make in your business right now that would double where you're at? Like the business would double overnight. Who do you need to meet to double your business?
1: Yeah. So I've never met him before in person, but I consume his content and the mentality that I may have, not all the way because, you know, some of his stuff is we may not agree with but grant cardone i just think the way that he takes his businesses and i mean he has multiple businesses that are very successful and he also has been so successful that he helps other businesses double or triple or quadruple their revenue so he's just a business guy and and i definitely uh respect what, what he does yeah i used to watch his like undercover billionaire with my
2: brothers i think what he did there was pretty incredible so yeah, I would agree. I mean, you can learn everything in terms
3: of real estate, marketing, sales, um, branding. He's like a plethora of knowledge. So I think that would be our
2: best, best decision. Off the dome, yeah, off the top of my head, that's what I'd have to yeah. do.
0: Okay. I love hearing that. I will have already done it by the time this interview goes live for anyone who's not listening on Facebook right now. I'm going to 10X HQ on Friday. <laughs> so I will plant the seed for you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Anytime you're in Miami... As long as my buddy who's uh, pretty high up there is still there, which I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be, uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get you guys a tour.
2: That'd be awesome. awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So just let me know next time you're in Miami. And um, the person I'm thinking of right now, if you ever listen to or watch this interview, you know who I'm talking. You know, you know I'm talking to you right now. Looks like I got to introduce you to these kids. <laughs> and soon to be not kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uncle G is, um, for example, 10X, his book that's a great one to just kind of like reread once a year because it always reminds you like, Hey, am I playing too small right now? (laughs) Like maybe I should have a little bit bigger. So
1: I know that there's a lot of people that may have, you know, negative connotations to him and how he may advertise himself, but like be obsessed or be average 10 X. Like I remember when I first picked up those books, and the way it just made me feel like he just fired me up and just made me want to get after it and, and really make no excuses as to what every day and just really get after it. So, yeah, I, I definitely Uncle G. Yeah. Shout out to him. Shout out to
0: Uncle G. And I think I found found my, my album here. You've been
2: looking the whole time. I've
0: been looking this whole time. I'm like, man, I can't believe I don't have answer to this. And oh, it's still so tough because all right, I just say this. I'm a playlist guy. I didn't even realize till I asked this question. I'm sure you guys can relate. Like I'm all about the playlist. I actually don't have my, own. but but if I had to go with an album, I think I'm gonna have to go with. It's only I feel like only OGs would know this one, but it's called A Clem and I by Outkast. I don't know if you know Outkast. They're uh, like '90s, early 2000s. Right? They did um, Hey Ya,
2: Hey ya. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: and, and they've got a bunch of other. Uh, Bangers, Andre 3000. People would probably know Andre 3000. I think he probably did some stuff with Drake, actually. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, Big Boy. Andre 3000 and Big Boy is outcast. And Big Boy did the Super Bowl like two or three years ago as well. So, Quem and I came out in 1998. So, three years before you guys. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Nice. That's my pick. Okay. Now I can like kind of feel like (laughs) I have like something hanging on my back right now. Um, If you guys had to pick uh, kind of like a dream... We'll do this, a dream vacation spot, like somewhere you've never been before that you mm-hmm. like, you know, you guys, you get a hundred million in assets under management. Things are rocking. Moms are You're like, yo, we got to go treat ourselves. Uh, where are you going? It could be different for each three of you. let sh- just mm-hmm. talk about it. And then also, you know, life and business is a series of, of valleys and mountains. And so yeah. for you guys, like, what does the next mountain peak? What does that look like to you? What is the next epiphany before you go on to the next mountain?
2: So for really like the, the place, um, Spain, I, I grew up playing soccer, watching soccer. So like, Oh, do you like Real Madrid? I'm a Madrid fan, but I, it was really because Ronaldo was there and I, you can say, you can call me what you want, but, um,
0: <laughs> I didn't know anything about football, soccer until like a few years ago. And I was like, who is the New York Yankees of like soccer? And somebody told me Real Madrid and I'm like, okay, so everyone hates them and they're the best. That's going to be my favorite team. So yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah but, um, I really want to go there and then they, can... yeah, I would say, uh, Paris never been to europe so i think that would be an awesome location to just visit and to jump on
3: that on that oh, wagon i would say london has been a place i've, I've wanted to go for so wow. long
0: okay so, you guys just do a little tour there yeah, yeah. yeah that's the plan <laughs> we we've talked about this
3: pretty quickly. yeah we have just talked about where we want to go so
0: cool all great cities and yeah i'm sure if when michael's listening to this he's thinking of all the people he knows in those locations too for <laughs> yeah. you guys so
1: yeah, yeah, and then as far as the valley, um, you know, sorry, the mountains. Um, like we had said earlier, you know, we really want to be able to open up real estate. Like you said, there's a, a divide between the wealthy and the not so wealthy, and real estate is one of the vehicles that the wealthy use to become even more wealthy. So we uh, just want to open that up to everyday people, people that are very young that have money. And, you know, working on this, hopefully will give us the ability to do so. Yeah, and I believe it was on one of the interviews you did, but one of your guests had a presentation that said the majority of
3: people, a lot of Americans want to invest in commercial real estate, but they just can't. And so I think solving that issue, I mean, that's, there's just, there's obviously demand in the market for it. So we just have to be able to solve it.
2: Yeah. And then I would say like a collective one mountain that we still haven't hit. I'm not sure if it's answered your question, but we already kind of touched on it was retire mom this year. So that's like the next thing. And it's, it's kind of like a mountain that keeps getting pushed back each year. Because every year, we're like, we're going to do it this year, we're going to do it this year. I and mean, we're in no rush. But obviously, we want to do it as soon as possible.
0: Yeah, it's so important to be clear on on your why and your purpose. Yeah, And again, I don't need to remind you guys of that because it sounds like you you already are. But for anyone listening, it's things like that. It's like no matter how long you guys go, as long as you can find something similar to because you are going to retire your mom eventually. So another underlying purpose or why. But as long as you hold on to that purpose, you'll never get burned out doing your business because it's a higher calling. So I think being in the in the Think Multifamily group, to my knowledge, it's a little bit more of like a faith-based group, which is like awesome. That's where a lot of successful people operate. So <laughs> shout out to Think. I guess let's give a quick plug to Think Multifamily. They change your life. Like, How can people check them out and maybe join their mastermind, join their events? And then also how can our listeners, you know, invest with the Donis Brothers.
2: Yeah, so I'll go, I'll, I'll shout out Think and I'll let Corwin shout us out. But uh, Think Multifamily, ThinkMultifamily.com is their website. Uh, Mark Kenny, Tamil Kenny, are they founded the group. Um, and they have a, an event coming up in April called the Deal Analysis Workshop that we've actually been to. They kind of teach people how to analyze deals and they,
1: they have like their analyzer and they walk you through it and stuff. So I highly recommend that event. Yeah. And I mean, as far as joining the group, that has been the game changer when it has came to multifamily syndication. You know, we have been a part of three deals and, you know, when we first got into apartments at first, we were thinking small, you know, maybe 10, 20 units, maybe 50, but, you know, we've been a part of you know, hundred plus unit and it's really because of the group and the way it's structured. Now, you know, things don't ever just get handed to you obviously. Um, so you obviously have to work for it, but with hard work comes rewards and, and, I think uh, anyone that joins the group with the right mentality can become very successful very quickly. So yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, I mean, I, I think anyone's welcome
3: in the group too. I would say like, like they've welcomed us and we're like college yeah. kids. <laughs> kids. And there's just a bunch of different people. It's like a melting pot of, of different people. I like it a lot. And we've felt at home, it feels like a family that, that happens to invest rather than investors who just work together. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. And to just plug ourselves, we, we are the Donis Brothers on essentially all um, social media. We have a
1: podcast, The Real Estate Monopoly. And our website's donisinvestmentgroup.com. Yeah. And Donis is spelled D-O-N-I-S. And then brothers, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, LinkedIn as Donis Investment Group, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, yeah. pretty much everywhere.
0: Good stuff stuff you got to be on tiktok for for you guys demographic now, so that's our biggest platform <laughs> are you guys are you friends with uh evan holiday yet does that name ring a bell for you i've heard of the name uh, yeah evan's um someone who's definitely crushed it on instagram and tiktok in particular and you know some people will say oh it's you know you're working with you know potentially high net worth individuals no one's on instagram no one's on tiktok Wrong. (laughs) I know people who are doing it and now you guys too. So you know, there's so many ways to get things done in this business. And you guys, uh, with three of you are going to continue to get there faster than most, and especially with the mindset you have. So thank you so much for uh, investing your most valuable resource with our community here today, your time. Do you guys have any... I'm sure you do. So we'll we'll just go through here one more time. And I'd like to get a nugget from each of you, to be honest. So um, just like your number one recommendation... To anyone out there who's in the world of entrepreneurship, building a business, or um, just wanting to strive to get their life to that next level, what's the one piece of wisdom that you have? And we'll go Kerwin, Kenneth, and then Jeffrey. Um, I would say you're the sum of the 5 people you surround
3: yourself with. um, And that includes the content you consume. So just because you're not in the same room as someone doesn't mean that they don't count as your inner 5. So if you don't have the right people, you can just listen to a certain podcast or read books those people count. So yeah, uh, you are some of the five people you surround yourself with. So be really protective of that circle.
1: I would say uh, it all starts with belief. Anything that you really think you can do, and then you back it up with really hard work and action can become possible. So I would say it all starts with belief that it's possible and belief in yourself, and then backing it up with action and goals and and anything that's possible. Yeah, and this is something that I like realized over the last two months. Incredible shout out the podcast Jay Shetty on purpose.
2: Uh, I, I recommend that to everyone. But one thing that I started doing that's because uh, like we work a lot, so we can kind of get not be burnout, but like I get like I start not enjoying what I'm doing. Um, but I've started living in gratitude, so I say this is my tip. Like every single time I have a negative thought, I'll think of five things that I'm grateful for, and it, I never try to have it to be the same thing. So like right now, I'm grateful to be on the podcast. I'm grateful for your time, Adam. And I really like believe it. So as I get better with it and I do this all the time, it becomes a habit. So now I'm going back into like the habits that I've built. I think that's a big reason why we're here and doing this and have had the success and hopefully we'll continue to have it. So yeah.
0: Love it, man. So inspirational. I'm like, man, I hope every uh, person out there between the age of 15 and 25, especially everyone, but the, that demographic to kind of watch uh, the example that you guys are setting is uh, it's just so powerful. So keep up the great work. I'm going to talk to you guys here in a little bit in our in our Dream Chasers green room. But for uh, the sake of the interview and everyone tuned in right now, again, one more time, thank you so much for investing your most valuable resource as well with us here today. Your time. I forgot to say this at the beginning of the interview. Grandma, if you made it to the end. Hello. Hope you're doing well. And yeah, these are the Donis Brothers, Jeffrey, Kenneth and Kerwin of Donis Investment Group and go to DonisInvestmentGroup.com and check them out for more. Um, you guys have been awesome. So, one more time, thank you for, for hanging out with us here today.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having thank us. You, yeah. Thank you so much for having us.
0: Yep. There we go. That's the end of Dream Chasers episode 192. Your host, Adam Carswell. And you know the drill in all you think, say, and do, <laughs> take it to the next level. Thank you once again for investing your most valuable resource with us here today. Your time. If you enjoyed today's episode, please drop a five star rating and a review below. Take a screenshot of it and send it over to next level at carswell.io. We have a present for you. We really appreciate you guys leaving those reviews because it really helps with the overall SEO and visibility of the show and allows us to continue to bring on high quality guests. So once again, thank you and remember, take it to the next level.